Bugger, 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 mushroom. No, wait, um, anyway. Mushroom, yeah. mushroom, 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 yeah. mushroom. Yeah, you know, I've not I've not watched any Weeble stuff in forever. Narwhals, narwhal, no, um. Swimming in the... Oh, I was listening to that to the other day, because there was a <laughs> narwhal um, documentary on them, but I went like that. And I sat there going, narwhal, narwhal, swimming in the... And Mum was like, what the fuck do you get that song from? So I put it on. Yeah. Narwhals, narwhal. I still say my favourite one's owls, though. Everyone is fond of owls, except for mice and shrews, and Simon Cowles. <laughs> and you'll know they'll be on to you. So, uh, yeah. Right. What's, what's your favourite Weeble song, Darius? Well, Ryan, I need the contact details for your dealer. My dealer? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you have a really good crap. Yeah, well, you know, this is all it's natural, so it's actually quite concerning. It's Wivenshaw natural. It's all Wivenshaw stuff. <laughs> oh, natural of Wivenshaw Manchester. Yeah, you yeah. don't want Wivenshaw stuff. Ah, oh, you, you really don't. You really don't. Stick to the homegrown Boltonian stuff. There you go. That'll get things going. Oh, yeah. Don't. Never trust. To be honest, don't trust Ryan. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Never, never trust me. You know what, and based on that bit of advice, we'll get this started. This is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hello, Ryan. How are you today? Oh, well, I'm, I'm all right. Stefan, one of my co-hosts. Uh, yeah, is everything good today? Yeah, Hello, you too. Ah, oh, and that's the sound of a wild Darius. We have finally Hello. walked in the long grass, and we have encountered Darius. He's as rare as a pigeon. <laughs> well, as rare as a pigeon in Pokemon Go now. Oh, used to be the only thing. Used to be the only thing you could get. All I used to be able to get is slow pokes, and now I can't find a fucking one. And I want them because I actually ha- I need. I-, I can't be asked putting one as a budder to go. Mm. Get, right, don't um, don't start don't start about Pokemon. You're a bad friend on Pokemon, Stefan. Why? I've not been out anywhere. I've not been. I, I can't get. I can't send you gifts if I haven't got any to send. But you can. But, but at least you can receive them. I did receive it. So. I, so I can send you more. No, you can only send once someone send you one someone sent you back. Right, fair enough. Ah, see, Still. I know this thing. Still, aren't you travelling to work? Yeah, I'm doing it travelling to work. Don't mean I'm going to get one every time. Not every stop guarantees a gift, Darius. We know this. Hell, not everywhere on your journey guarantees a stop. So half the time, I'm, half the pokey stops I get, it's like, you have two seconds to collect it. If you miss it, or if you spin it and it goes, please come back later, you've lost that. No, so, keep flicking. When it says try again later, just keep flicking. Oh, mine doesn't do fuck all. It just sits there. Don't want it won't spin. Ah, uh, oh well, I, I I try. Sometimes it does work though. But yeah, anyway, Darius, you, you, you speak of Steph as a bad friend. I believe I don't, uh, don't remember adding you. <laughs> so um I guess I guess that puts me on the bad friend list as well to be fair. But uh yeah. Hello so, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you've so got you've got the th- who add me then? Probably uh, Matt and Chris, maybe someone else. Yeah, unless unless you've received Tell an ad from Not Him again, you you haven't always No, actually I think I'm Leo one there, aren't I? Ooh, I just received yes. three Pokeballs. Yeah. So uh, yeah, globally, we've I think we've all been playing Pokemon Go at some point, but um, yeah, you've got the you've got the three amigos this week, and uh, we will get Reba, right into Reba. it now that we've had our little preamble about Pokemon Go and uh, 
friendship issues. Oh, uh, did, let's, uh, did, did you hear about um, number that? I think we mentioned him in a way early podcast about Pokemon. Oh, Go. oh, oh! You mean you mean the guy with uh, his bike of eight phones? He's cha- he's ad- he's changed it. He's got a lot more now. Oh my God! Uncle Pokemon is going further. I think he's got like thirty phones. Wow. I don't know how he rides that bike anymore because I don't think you can see forwards. Uh, you probably just have to like get like um, submarine-style telescopes <laughs> or periscopes and just constantly having to look around. He's probably having to drive it like a Formula One driver now, though. He's just got the <laughs> safety helmet, the halo. You know, he's still pedaling along. But my God, keep on going, Uncle Pokemon. You are, you are a legend. We aspire to be as good as Pokemon as you are, sir. I, I have to ask one question, though. Is it all one account... Are all the phones attached to one account? Because he made shitloads of accounts. Because I never I, actually read into the story that much. It's never explained. I'd say multiple accounts. Because it'd be... There'd be some real big sinking issues otherwise. But <laughs> I reckon, you know, that's, that's going to be the way that he's going to go. Which means, you know, Google accounts are free. What you don't know is he's the whole yellow team on its own. Well, <laughs> he is we team. Ne- but he is just team. We we need the representatives at Instinct HQ. We we really do. You, you only but, did it because I tricked you into doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, you you and your you and your red team bullshit. We I Aww. thought none of you were gonna do it, so I went red team, and then My I found out you did it. You got a wiggly t- Why the fuck have you got a wiggly tough? I I'm questioning why you've got yeah why why it's wiggly tough? Because it's quite powerful Pokemon. I uh, sure. You've got a ho ho. Oh, well. Yeah, I bet you haven't got an Articuno. No. I yeah. would have had an Executor with a big long neck from the Alola section, but Oh, the Alola ga- Executor. Yeah, but my so game... tall it doesn't fit the fucking screen. Yeah, my game bugged out and wouldn't let me um, finish the raid. Even though we won no. the well, we won the raid, and as soon as we won, it kind of bugged me out and went, you yeah, know. Oh, that's a shame. Right, we will move on now then, because <laughs> we've spoke about Pokemon for about seven minutes. It's a great preamble, but let's uh, let's move on to what's been played. What's been played? And who who to start with? Who to start with? Darius. I was about to say, Darius. Darius is the man. I'm not here anymore. You you are here. No, I disappeared. No, you're you're quite clearly here. We hear you. Damn it! What have you been playing, sir? Uh, I've been playing, and still I am playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> How are you playing Pokemon Go from your house? There's no stops near you, is there? <laughs> well, I can still catch some Pokemons because I've got like sixty odd Pokeballs. Uh... So how many laws have you got? How much have you got? What? Lars. Are you not using Lars? No, I'm not using Lars, no. Oh, so in other words, Pokemon to spawn around your house. You don't do that yeah, around mine. Basically. Uh, the early, the latest po- good Pokemon which I caught is Ho O. Ho Ho. Ho Ho. Yeah, so that's my latest Pokemon. And oh, okay. lovely you right now. I've got shit loads of Pokemon which I did not know exist. <laughs> like Whiskas. It's like a yeah. fish thing. How yep. do you not know that exists? No, well, 
to be honest, after the first or uh, after second, how do you call it? It's not second, the second season. Gen. Yeah, second gen. I kind of stopped watching the Pokemons. Yeah, mm. I, I don't I don't watch Pokemon, but I still know them. No, I don't. To be honest, and I have I something like Combi. Combi, the Combi. That that should be that should be um, Manchester Pokemon. No, it shouldn't. Beedrill. <laughs> Beedrill's the Manchester Pokemon. Yes, the Manchester oh, Beedrill. Right, it should be Beedrill. Still, uh, I'm on level twenty-one. I've got two friends on it. <laughs> two friends, yay! <laughs> oh dear. And, and uh, yeah, basically that's that's kind of me. Huh. That's what I mean. Enough. At least at least with the um, phone. Other than that, I've been mm-hmm. playing last night uh, a card game called Never Have I Ever. I'm I'm sorry. What now? What Never Have I Ever? Yeah. It's um, it's it's um a card game where you basically pull it out and it basically goes like. I have never, like, say, kissed a man or some shit like that. And then, to be honest, if you played it with drinks, it's more of a drinking game. Yes, well, okay. it's not literally like a drinking game, but it's a really good fun when everyone is at least tipsy. Uh, no, it's a drinking game. Everybody in the club It's not a drinking, drinking game, game because you're yes, not it drinking. It's, the rules doesn't the involve ga- drinking. Yeah, you, you you, yeah, the card game doesn't, but the actual game itself is a drinking game. Fair enough. I would it, call it still a social game. It, 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 it's, a, it's a drinking game. It's fucking games that you play with, like... it's A lot of the time it's played at um, hen nights and sh- stag do's and shit like that. More hen nights than stag do's, because stag do's normally just go watch a strip club well, or shit. Well, anyway, we played it on birthday party. Mm-hmm. Of my friend, I'm not gonna disclose how old she is. Old enough. Yeah, good, because that'd be <laughs> rude too. <laughs> She's old enough. That's all you need in her. Right. Anyway. So. So she... what do you what do you do in Never Have I Ever then? So you've got basically shit loads of blue cards and quite a few red cards. Okay. So blue cards are the questions. Never so have for... I ever, ever. So never have I ever had sex on the beach. Right. Alright, and then before before you you ask a question or whatever, you're drawing a red card, which is a play card. Okay. And on that card, you have a specific rule uh, to to follow. So it can be something like, um, come on, um, every single player apart from you have to select from their hands because everyone has ten cards. Have to select mm-hmm. one card which that which they are guilty of, and put them face up, and right. then I will decide which one of them is the most um, embarrassing ones. Okay then. And that p- person wins the card because the aim of the game is to be the most shameful person. Sounds like a game for me. Uh-huh. Or, for example, okay. there is like, okay, uh, I draw another rule card where it says, okay, pick two cards, one of which is true to you, the other is false. A majority of votes from the friends will decide which one, in their opinion, is true, which one is false. If mm. they vote for the truth, the truth one, I will win the card. I have a question. What happens to the person just lying in general? 
Well, that's the thing. You're not supposed to lie. This is the yeah, whole... Yeah, you're not I... supposed to, but not many people are going to go around going, yes, I've done that embarrassing thing. Well, actually, we never, we didn't have that problem because uh, we kind of played it truthfully. No, would you play at the, least, like two-year-old version? At, it, this is friendly for kids. At, no, it's not. It's seventeen years <laughs> plus. Because, uh, okay, I didn't know the bunch of them, but uh, some of them were able to, you know, uh, approve of the stories. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, that was a really good fun. So yes, Stefan, if you keep lying, then then fine, but then there is no much point of playing this game because apart from having good fun, it's also like uh, you can get to know your friends better. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it, it seems to be like a good icebreaker game. Yes, it is. It was, it really was, because on that party I knew like two, three people on the beginning but what fun is an icebreaker when you can just make people awkward giving them the information anyway well I guess oh. I mean based on this from what I'm reading to for, for Darius's defense here <laughs> it's designed not to personally offend anyone it's just meant to I've been personally you know, offended add a little already. bit of awkwardness into it and especially when it says the only rule is no judgment yeah I know that can be for our let's just say admittedly for our group of people no judgment is a is a tough thing. I will judge you and judge you until I go home. And then I will continue judging you every time I see you. Yeah. But uh yeah. I can I can see that. It looks like a good icebreaker, it looks like a good alternative to cards against humanity. Yeah, it's well yeah, I, I found it funny, I found it quite entertainment entertaining and definitely would like to play it again with some other friends. Yeah. Fair dues. Cool. And I would not recommend much. playing it with us. I. <laughs> and another yeah. small note: what I was been playing is, I've played very quickly, Darius. Very quickly, one. I've played Nemesis um, story mode on my own. I see. So Nemesis is just a, like a bo- space, well, board game set in space with aliens. I believe we've we've talked about that before yeah. we? when um, so, we talked about the Kickstarter edition of it. Yes, it is, and I've no. played the campaign. Campaign, yeah, it's called campaign, mm-hmm. where you follow basically our comics, and the comics mm. have like set rules and markers where you have to put it on the board, and then something happening, then you have to jump up to the other page, and basically you're just getting eaten by aliens. Ah, fair enough. Cool. Nothing better than good old alien eating. Right. Well, thank you very much for that, Darius. Stefan, what have you been playing? I was saying the awkward sing-song voice. What have I been playing? Vermintime, I've been playing quite a bit of this. Vermintime 2. Ah, yes. You have uh, now joined the Vermintide crew. Yep. How's it How's it going for you, dude? I'm enjoying it. I like Victor. Mm. I do want to uh-huh. level someone else up next, though. Yeah. He's not max level, but I do want to try someone. I was yeah. thinking the dwarf. Mm, Bardin's good. He's not my style, but he's good. Yeah, I, I like tank and shit like that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've played it because like, we, we've discussed this. I think I discussed it with, with Duncan a couple of weeks back on the episode. Vernon Tide. I still want that. We, we still want that. Where you replace all the Skaven with tiny Vern Troyes. I wouldn't mind a version of it where... Yeah, I want a game where they add more of the Warhammer universe into it. 
Because mm. I, I yeah. love the fact it's the, the Emperor, Chaos, and Skaven. That's all yeah. you've got in it. It's like, well, there's yeah, so I mean, many more. Yeah, I mean, this is, well, I mean, this is based on the Warhammer Fantasy universe, and it, particularly yeah. the End Times set. So this is this was the like the the last sort of campaign before they literally blew it all up, and then the Age of Sigmar happened. But from what I know, va- the Vampire Counts were on the Chaos side. Mm. Yeah, I'm not too. Not I'm not, I've not got too much information about it really, but yeah. So like, I don't think we may have explained it enough when sort of I talked about it this time. So each character has got its own little skill set. Um. I mean, you've got you've got someone like Marcus Gruber, who initially is just he is basically he's the damage dealing ficky. He just walks in, hits stuff. Then you got Steph's character, which Victor, is what, sort of a bit more uh, mobile character, really, isn't he? Sort of um, gets in with his rapier from the side, sort of tags enemies to. It depends, because when you play as another version of them, because mm. I'm playing a lot. Of, I don't like the standard version of him. I'm preferring the one I'm playing now which is like a weird monk thing he's meant yeah. to use a ball and chain ah so yeah so that time he would be a bit more in the fight yeah sort of character I mean like I was I, I played Marcus a lot but now I've moved on to Sienna the bright wizard and her her weird idea that she doesn't need to use any ammo because she just fires stuff from her staff I until like she her, fires too um... much and literally explodes See, I, I've I've been playing a lot with a lot of random people, and I've seen a lot of uh, the alternative versions of them. Mm. I prefer her um, like sword wheeling version of herself. Ah, uh, so the unchained, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because each each character has got three careers in it. So like Steph's got the monk career, which is like, is that the second one in? Third. Third. The second oh, right, so one's in like the one. tank. Yeah. And then, like, Sienna, as as I've got this sort of, like, balanced style of the Bright Wizard where she uses a combination of her skills and... or her spells and sword play. The Pyromancer, where it's more... Spells. Spell-focused. And then Unchained, where it's more melee-focused. I I like the looks of that one. I have to admit, Mm. if I do try that, I will be trying that mode. Yeah. But, yeah, we've we've, we've been playing a little bit of it over the week, haven't we, really? So, um... So you you like did you ever play the first Vermintide? Nope. So you, so you sort of you went into this blind. Yeah. Cool. See, I've played a lot of the other um, Warhammer games. Um, I've got a few of them on my desktop holder. Mm. Um, obviously the army building ones, which I think we've all played. Um, uh, Battlefleet. Um, have I actually played Battlefleet yet? Oh, right. Battlefleet Battle. Armada is that? I don't think I've played that one yet. I think I bought it the other day. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those are the 40k games, though, aren't they, yeah, as well? Yeah, pl- there's not many for the standard Warhammer, though. Yeah, there's not many for Fantasy. It sort of fell off. I mean, I think, like, it's you've more... got Warhammer Quest, and, I mean, there used to be the Warhammer MMO. Yeah. I think it's because, like, the settings for 40k are more, like, appealing to gaming market like with you, digital you, games you, you say, no you say that though but they could have happily have made the um age of empires game which they basically did for warhammer in 40k and just warhammer in general yeah it wouldn't have made much of a difference apart from you're not gonna have futuristic laser cannons you'll still have cannons in it because oak arcs and all that still have cannons in it 
Um, the vampire counts, I believe, still had slingsh um, slingshots, catapults, and stuff like that. Dwarves were still in it. They had guns. They mm. had, like, proper fucking military guns from, let's say, fucking... I don't know what fucking generation would put it as. So uh, it, yeah, It's kind of crossed between, like, medieval slash, like, just found gunpowder type shit. You, mm. in you, you It's like... The Civil War slash medieval. It's a bit somewhere in there, the whole Warhammer universe. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there must still be interest for the Warhammer fantasy. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made a big thing about re effectively rebooting the franchise oh. by doing the Age of Sigmar stuff. And if they didn't have any faith of it, they would have just stopped. Yeah. They, no, they've got... It's like... um. When I first got onto it, it was vampire accounts. They no longer have vampire accounts. No. They're, um, well, I mean, they don't have a lot of the old units anymore, have they? Because they've... But they they have brought other armies out, which still can use their units. Mm. But, um, sort of like, you made it like a war gear change, really. Yeah. But I have to admit, I do like a lot of the Warhammer stuff. It's probably the reason why I like Dragon Age and stuff like that. Yeah. Sort of the fantasy RPG, mm. really, and the fantasy strategy type yeah i mean i mean it was, it was nice to see a sort of a different take on the left for dead co-op structure with vermintide particularly sort of something where it was a bit more melee focused i mean you know i'd like to see what's happening with the four-player co-op game because you know the guys behind left for dead turtle rock they're mm. bringing out a new game at some point oh that's going to be do have like left one, for dead way. but not hmm? i do actually have um number one i believe Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's there in most people's libraries, and just I don't think anyone. Because it was. It. it wasn't. It wasn't called um, Vermin Time that much, was it? It was called no, Warhammer. Warhammer End, End Times. Times Vermin Time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's nice. So you're in. You're enjoying it, and it's it's actually given us something different to us for us to. I'm actually playing play. the one, you know. Yeah, I mean, you'll see. You'll see straight away in like the improvements that they made between one and two, but. I'd say one was alright as well. Because by the looks of it, it's the same characters. Uh, yeah, same group of people, minus Victor. He sort of high, sort of ended up Well, there's still on. a witch hunter in it. Well, he might have been added. I don't know, because I don't remember him as being part of the original four. Unless... Because that's actually a quote that um, Marcus makes later on. He's like, oh yeah, look, this is the Uber Shrek 4. Or 5. It, now, you know what? It doesn't matter. So that, that, that states there that you reckon that Victor sort of like joined later. Well, so he might have been in the DLC ones. There's um, achievements for completing as the Waywatcher, as the Witch Hunter, as the Emperor Soldier, as mm -hmm. the Blaze Wizard, and as the Dwarf Ranger. Yeah. And I can't... Oh, no, there we go. I can see the rest of the achievements now. See, now, it wouldn't let me do it a minute ago. Yeah, and that's where it seems to end. So the witch hunter was there. It might just not have been Victor itself. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's possible, but... You know, we'll see how that that goes. I'm just having a quick look now just to see what he was like. Because he's in the Vermintide 2 wiki. Uh, he doesn't have any other... I've actually been looking at buying another game, actually. <laughs> Humans Far Flat. <laughs> I think that might actually be a good game to play together, actually. Oh, yeah. That does look like a... It is a funny one from what I've seen, so... 
I've seen people play games similar to it, but I've not seen... I think there's other versions of this game that I've mm. seen people play. Yeah. But, anyway, thank you very much for that then, Steph. No problem. And, and uh, with me, we'll go to sort of a quick one, because I was going to talk about one game, and then decided currently at the moment I still don't know whether I really like it, so I'm not very enthusiastic about it. Because I was playing a game called Guardians of Ember, it seems to be a very lo-fi version of a Diablo action RPG clone. But it's in beta and it's still quite buggy and there's still stuff on there, so it's not what I'm going to focus my time on. What I am going to focus on is the fact that I actually learned how to turn on a PS4 again this week. That that's not something to be happy about. PS4 yeah, should sometimes. only be turned on for like the TV add-ons for it. Oh no, it turns out there are still games that I actually just sit there and chill out on a PS4, really. Uh, one of those being WWE 2K19. I decided to continue the adventures of my custom-made Wrestleman, who goes by the name of Chizzy Rascal Version Three. Uh, he's he's got you know his his primary color set is red and blue. Have and, you seen uh, some of the things people actually make in them games? Oh, they make. So um, I think I saw on Twitter the other day someone's made like a Ruby lookalike in it. Mm. And it's like, how do? But then the best thing is when you when you're like playing it yourself or doing it like that. I'm assuming they're hacking into the game to do this because some of the things you see them wearing or something like that, it's like I can't find that at all. No, it's a very robust engine. Ah. Um, a lot of the items in the game though you do have to unlock with bullshit currency. <laughs> so it's pay so. to pay to um. Pay to display. <laughs> it's not no, because the the currency is earned in game, but there ah. are other currencies as well. And you know, it's the classic two K and Take Two way of you know just bullshitting people by buying loot boxes. Is this a bit like the um, phone games you can get where it's like it's all free, but if you want to get it faster, you have to pay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, but you don't have to pay. You don't have to. It's like, well, yeah, I'll get the items by the end of the year, by the time you bring out the next game. So, uh, yeah. Note that I've already paid 40 quid for your game. So, you know. But, yeah, no, that being said, still playing. He's he's red and blue. He's got red and blue eyes. He's got red and blue hair. He's got red and blue ring gear. He wears a... I have a question. A, like a red stripy shirt. What? When, when Pokemon Red and Blue came out, which one did he get? Which one did I go? No, which one did he get? Oh, which one did he get? Yeah, he didn't. Blue, he bought so. yellow. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't help it. Yeah, he but... bought leaf green. He waited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, yeah, no. So we're going through the career mode, uh, which now actually has an actual story mode of where you're an up-and-coming uh, wrestler by the name of Buzz. It, it doesn't matter what you name your character because through the voice acting in the game, he will always be called Buzz. Because of his social media generation, you get it, social buzz. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, fell flat just like human fall flat. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, so going through, I'm currently on the SmackDown episode now, where where Buzz has won the United States Championship, and now he's just got to defend it week after week by random people. Uh, it didn't work out very well for me. I beat I beat the wrestler Baron Corbin, big moody motorcycle punk guy. Yeah, a bit of a dick. And then uh, 
and you then were. a lost to a lost to a, an underdog character who between the game coming out and now has turned heel and he's now a bad guy but he was a good guy when I'm fighting him lost to him um but yeah no, I was also trying out the towers mode which are like challenge based um sort of competitions you'll end up in single fights with different wrestlers but then the further up the towers you go the um there's a more challenging to get it'll add restrictions like whether you can only pin them or submit them whether you're allowed to sprint whether they start with a finishing move before you're even allowed to use yours and so on and so forth and i was in a match with a with cedric alexander he's one of the cruiserweights basically he's a small guy who does the flippy shit but yeah and it was in a last man standing match so there are no disqualifications just just to note that and so you can you can pin well, you can't pin you can't submit them you have to knock them down and beat them so bad that they can't answer the referee's count of 10 and stand back up. If you do that, you win. So, I'm sat there, I'm fighting him, kick his ass, took one of his elf bars off, he's lay on the ground. I think now's the time to go under the ring and pull out a sledgehammer, which I do. And then the dumbass referee walks right in front of me as I'm about to hit him. I clatter <laughs> the referee, I get disqualified, uh. and now I'm at the bottom of the tower again. Because the referee's AI decided now is the perfect time to do the ref bump spot that Ryan doesn't know is going to happen. You should so, know uh, yeah. Right. yeah, we all talk, you know, they all talk about the Montreal screw job. This was the Manchester screw job. I was screwed out of that very easy match win because you of AI. Screwed. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd had a bit of fun with that. And, you know. Might try and see if I can just set up a universe, maybe full of custom characters. Maybe bring back the old band from a couple of uh, iterations of WWE 2K beforehand. Like Steph and his predominantly green outfit and, and that custom made shirt that we made based off that weird pyramid fishy alien thing. Oh, that you had. off, um, it's off, um, what do you call it? I forgot what the show's called. Um, so. I remember the shirt, and I can't remember what it's from. It's the pyramid guy from um, something falls. Oh, no! Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Gravity falls. Yes, gravity falls. It's the villain in that. Ah. Uh, who, who um, pyramid something? I think his name. I need to find his name now. Yeah, but I had I had tons of him. I had I had I had Martin as the trainer, which means he came out in a suit and tie. And. And uh, then, then, then D was the Hell's Knight, so it looked a little bit like a slightly smaller, more red-headed version of Kane. So you know, I think I might get that back together. Maybe even turn it into a turn it into a little show, if I can do so. I'll His name is Bill. Bill's Bill. Yeah. Ah, uh, and of all that, he's, you know, he's, a man, Cypher, he's like a pyramid thing, and he's a big villain, and he's called Bill. Bill Cipher, I believe it is. His full name was. Uh, okay, at least he's got a decent surname. So, but yeah, I had fun with that. Might have more fun with it, provided I don't keep getting disqualified. Hey, Darius has died. Darius no, I haven't died. died. He, oh, oh. Yeah, his mic sounds like he's a mile away. <laughs> he's he's alive. It's a miracle. I'm okay. <laughs> is he drowned? No, he's, he's no, he's not drowned. He's not that bad. <laughs> I drown in spoon of water. See, he is that bad. Sure. He drowns when he has a shower. <laughs> He's like a fish. Just drowns in the air. 
Right, anyway, that's another another little preamble that we got as we now move from what's been played to news time. News time. To what can we destroy? And uh, so what can we destroy? That's a that's a different segment entirely. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll so move we added this in. We get a new segment called "Now We Can Destroy." Um, no, 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 no. That, that might be a separate video series. We might, we might, we might look at that another time. But now we will move to the news, and we will start with the story that Steph posted on, which is that after years and years of Steam looking like the same grey and slightly blue grey, black and bl- bl- black blue yeah. hellhole it, that it was Yeah, it's now going to have a UI change do you know that picture it's got on that for that um, way it shows the library have you ever yeah. gone into your um, graphics card setting and tried the, um, the experience the GeForce experience Uh, yeah it, 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 does the library look like that to you it when, does you, go, a when bit. you go into the game part of it, it kind of looks like that. Yeah, so using like little panels as yeah. opposed to. To be honest, I prefer things. that than the fucking writing the name down. Yeah, so. Yeah, so. According to this PC Gamer article, there is soon, because they don't release, do a, a release date, but word on the wire is, according to the comments, it's going to be summer this year, uh, at a GDC conference, because that's been going on. Over the past couple of weeks, you know why the they announced this, right? To try and make themselves look a little better, and for um, they can put themselves against Epic Gaming because um, everyone's. I know there's a big, been a really big kickoff again after yeah. the well, I mean, total I mean, Steam slash Epic Gaming copying your Steam information, blah blah blah. Yeah, we, um, me and Duncan discussed that last week of the yeah sort of the data issue, and then also the exclusivity hijacking that's been going yes. on. As and well. a lot of people have kicked off about I should be able to play my game wherever I want to find it, because um, from what I've heard, Steam had a game on for pre-order, and then Epic Game basically took it off Steam and went, "Well, that's ours. We're gonna only have it on our thing." But so many people already pre-ordered it on Steam, so it's like, well, you told them they could order it on Steam, so you own them a Steam copy of this game. They've done it multiple times. We also discussed that as well, because it was with the Phoenix Point game. But that being said, I'm not too fussed about that. It is about time. It's about time Steam realised there's competition. Yes. It is. It. You, we can't deny it. There needs to be competition. And especially, and especially from the, the developer way... point of view, yeah. Steam is hijacking what thirty percent mm. of everything. Um, it depend, which it is... depends on if what you're um, getting. Well, that was the thing. Steam. Steam's Steam's the money cut. The bigger your game was, it was with Steam. When it bigger the bigger the game, the less you paid to Steam. Yeah, yeah. The, it was a cap system that. The more the more units you sold of the game, the less you would have to pay Steam. But a lot of indie developers who were looking to make their name on Steam would never get that. They they wouldn't. They'd never get the big deal. So they would be losing a lot of their lifeblood, their money, to Steam, who then actively make it hard to find your fucking game. Mm. That's that's the other thing. 
you know, because you know, all these indie games that I found. Epic launcher. Yeah, like all these like indie games that I found afterwards, things like Aero and 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 you know, I say that was one example. I mean, I found that through the humble store, but the fact that it was on Steam forever, I never even saw that game because I was seeing, you know, Sex Boob Simulator. Um, you, and, you do know and, why you were seeing that, and right? dodgy game. You well, do know apparently why. that's my preferences. Yeah, that's your it's preference, a load of bullshit. <sighs> That's your no, own fault. I play a game with an anime style. That doesn't mean I want to constantly see anime tits. So that's your own fault. No. Yeah, it is. No. Steam's, yeah. Steam's algorithms... How about this? Yeah. Leaving something to an algorithm and not actually having human beings running the thing is the problem. Yeah, true. No. I, oh, I the machine that. says I that's what you want. I just up the Epic Game Starters to get the... Um fucking thing and th mm. the ones that came up before it were people bootlegging the launcher already and it's like the launcher's free why the fuck are you bootlegging it yeah that's that's just stupid but anyway we went off track here they're basically they're changing how the steam library is going to look as one of the big parts of the the stuff so it's gonna it's gonna integrate the friends list in the library so you can then see what your friends are playing and their libraries as you're scrolling through yours. Um, it'll now set up a recent games bit at the top, so you can see the games that you may want to play constantly. I can see on this screen it's got Halo 4, which is a bit of a weird one, but sure, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, it's going to thumbnail the rest of your library. I have one so question. Then, you have a lot of questions. Uh, if the game's on both things, and let's say it's on Epic and Steam, is there a way you could have it activated on both? Um, I'm assuming if they're, if they're DRM free, you can just add it to the library. You can add non-Steam games to your library at any time. Yeah, I know that, but it's and like you can buy, uh, like I think it was Dawn of Dawn, the Dawn of War games, and you could activate their in-game the code to activate the for the disc in Steam. Okay, that answer would be no. No, it's going to be the, it'd be the same with GOG and an Origin and anything like that. Any game that you've bought for that service, if it's not DRM free, will only be usable on that service. If it was DRM free, you'd be able to add it as a non-Steam, non-Epic, non-this, that, and the other game because it's not actually part of their thing. But if it's on that service, you couldn't just switch over. Yeah, I know there's some like weird things like save games, like particularly. Maybe save game of Dragon Age, because Dragon Age ended up on EA um, on Steam first before Origin was even mm. a thing, and that co that read the same file and and done that. But now it's generally separate. So yeah, I know I know there's like the, that thing well, that keep, for example, keep discussing it. Yeah, when you buy, let's uh, uh, Ubisoft game. On Steam, mm -hmm. you can still play it on Uplay. Yeah, no, yeah, it still runs yeah. through Uplay though. Yeah, that's yeah what Steph said. You are still, you are actually technically buying that on Uplay, or you're buying that for Uplay. Mm. All the Steam link does is take you to Uplay, and you'll see going forward with that there aren't going to be Ubisoft games on the the store because either it's going to just go through Uplay on its own. Or like they, with they the Division with Two, Epic, it's going to be on Epic and then go through the store. I haven't. Ha, um, you plays 
That's... Uh, yeah, you please signed up with Epic on some really good stuff from what I've heard. Yeah, they took the, they've took the deal as well because it's all developers. Let's be fair. What are, what are publishers going to want? They want more money. And if they have to pay less of a cut to Epic than they would to Valve, oh, yeah, it's a the, no-brainer, the, the isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, definitely moving. But this is where I just think Steam's just going to lower it down. But then, as one thing, a lot of it's going to... From what I've heard, a lot of epics turned around like, we're not going to have pawn games, we're not going to have this, and we're not... So in other words, they're going to cut out a whole hentai type thing. Mm. So Steam, Steam will still have a large <laughs> fucking category that people are still going to be getting. Uh, Steam, the porn hub of video games. <laughs> yeah, that's what Steam's going to end up being. The Steam will now game. be renamed Steamy. <laughs> Steam. <laughs> I like that one. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's nice to see that, that Valve are like, doing UI designs. It doesn't affect the major problem with Steam, but well, at least it'll look pretty when you're looking at all your trading card scam games that are well, barely games that don't even work. Them. Some of them don't even have executables. Well, hopefully it speeds it up a bit because I find yeah. it's a little bit slow. Yeah. Oh, well, slow and steady. That'll win the race, won't it? Like, uh, only hope. Yeah. Like our next story. So, uh, the streamer, the Happy Hob, apparently is known for... I'm sure that this is the guy who's known for trying to beat games with unve- unconventional controllers. <laughs> like, trying to beat, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto with a Guitar Hero controller or something along those lines. But he did something a little bit more conventional, but not... So he decided he was going to play. How long did it take him to do this? I don't know. We'll find out. Well, we won't find out in the article, but it's happened a while. But yeah, PC Gamer has stated at this point that the Happy Hob did something normal. He played Dark Souls. Well, he played the whole Soulsborne games with a normal controller, but that wasn't good enough for him. He challenged himself to complete the entire series of games without taking one solitary hit. Would, would blocking be classed as a hit, or is it just hit on his HP? No, a hit on the character. Okay. Like, I mean, a lot block. of this, parries and reposts are part of the game. Let's... Yeah, but I, I'm, I've never actually played any of the Dark Souls, so I'm, I just assume a block, may, you may still get damage, but it won't be as much... Oh, uh, you'd be able to counter it and shit like that. As, as a quick one, I think what I've, what I know with Dark Souls games because I'm not really good enough at them. But when you had something like shield or you were parrying or stuff like that, you would lose stamina as opposed to health. Oh, so it's and a bit stamina like... was a key component. Yeah. key component to attack and dodge and do everything else in between. Yeah, I've never played any of the Dark Souls games. It's not something yeah. that really they appealed are... to me. They're not unfair games. They are. They quite clearly tell you what's going on. Oh, I get if that. You're, I've, if you're I've crazy seen some people and you run watch, I've seen like a few I've people play, and it's yeah. not one. I think I've watched you play for a bit as well. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's just one of them things where it's like, I, I like the game itself. I like the idea of the game, but it's still not. I don't buy a game for a challenge. I buy a game to entertain me more than anything else. Where I feel, yeah, Dark Souls in the whole general is more. Something to challenge people, not really entertain people. No, I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But you know, some people have their sort of weird vices, and 
Happy Hob decided to do it. Mm. And you know what? Congratulations, you mad bastard. The fact that you did it. It's all five Soulsborne games, back to back, with no hits taken. Especially when he decided, just because it wasn't good enough, that it was a really, at any point if he got hit, he would begin the series from scratch. Oh, wow. Not the game. The series. But I'm assuming he streamed this all live. So he couldn't edit any of it, so he couldn't have like gone, Oh, I've not been hit at all. Well, oh, yeah, no, he was live streaming the entire time so yeah but you know what I love that like everyone was happy about this game or everyone was happy about his achievement apparently apart from one come on who's not happy Dark Souls themselves (laughs) it looks like it was a bit of a joke but it's just like yeah, he's like, yeah, I did it all five Soulsborne games, he says on Twitter back to back no hits taken just in time for Sekiro which is From Software's next Soulsborne games but it's now set in like feudal Japan as opposed to fantasy Middle Eastern Europe sort of setting. But um, yeah, Dark Souls tweeted back, please accept our sincere abrobriation, which I assume doesn't mean congratulations. <laughs> it's like, oh, please oh, wow. accept our <laughs> severe, severe <laughs> hatred. Yeah, here we go. Oh no, approval. See, I, I wasn't going oh wow about that. Is uh, I'm starting out my epic launcher, and uh, you can actually impart your friends from Steam. Yeah, <laughs> using that Steam data, remember? <laughs> no, that, that's fine with me. Use that data as long as yeah. I get my friends from Steam. I still as long like as I don't have to re-add the... every fucker. I still like the fact that they're offering free games out every two weeks. Currently, it's Oxen Free, which yeah, is a just... nice environmental thriller. But um, yeah. But uh, anyway, we'll move on, because we've got one last one that I want to talk about, and it's a little quick discussion that I want to sort of get an idea from you. So, the Persona games. Okay, Persona. I saw Uh, your tweet the other day of this. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've already responded to someone who wasn't quite happy about that, and she's she's got a good reason. I don't actually know what's happened. I just saw the tweets. So, so, Persona 5 came out a couple of years ago. I'll explain, don't worry Darius, yeah. we'll get there. Um, so, Persona 5 has, you know, it was a, you know, it was a good game, I've not completed it. I got absolutely fucked over by it. My fault, I wasn't strong enough. Didn't stagger save, fool on me. Anyway, yeah, good RPG series, usually great storylines, actually has nice ways of characterising people's flaws in a way that actually wants you to care about them, and stuff like that. Good characterisation, funny story, nice animation, everything's great and the RPG points are good, they're just your normal Shin Megami Tensei exploit weaknesses don't take too many risks way of fighting but um, yeah, they're releasing <clears throat> sorry, they're releasing a new project called Persona 5 The Royal and that's all we know of it, there's going to be a female character there's a teaser okay. video for it Someone asks what looks to be the female protagonist. What do you think of the Phantom Thieves, which were the sort of the group of people in the game? Um, so I think helping people is a wonderful thing, but if I had to say, I don't like them. I don't think the Phantom Thieves methods will make the world a better place or help anyone. In the end, I feel like you can only solve that yourself. Teaser over. <laughs> You're wow. then told to come back on the 24th of April next week. at a concert <laughs> to find out information about the game. 
So we don't know what it is. That, that's we don't like know turning if around in a giant work conference to go, I've got big news, but you'll find out tomorrow. And walk yeah. out the fucking door. Yeah. So, like, the people are confused on this. Is it going to be a brand new game set in the Persona 5 world? Is it going to be like what happened with Persona 4? Or Persona 3 before it? Sort of a, a Persona game... Or that Persona game plus a little bit extra. Mm. So for P3, you had like another mem- you had a memories game that allowed you to play as a female character instead of the male character, or something like that. Um, Persona 4 had Golden, which added a new character and a new, you know, new storyline in the same timeline for that game. You know, or is it going to be? You know, is it just going to be something completely different? All we know is, come back April 24th. Now. Yeah, there's 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 someone on my on my on my Twitter that I follow. Um, you know, this this sort of came up as a as a response. You know, she's seen this. Um, the Twitter account's called Luna Jade. She, you know, she said, you know, I'm not sure on how I feel like this because it's basically right. I've been teased something and now I've got to come back later. It doesn't actually spoke uh, inspire much confidence in me wanting to be excited about it. And it's a fair point. I personally. And I responded on this, and Steph, you saw the tweet. I personally am not a fan of the pre-announcement. It's... I I don't like it. Show someone something, or tease in a way you know, that you can get people interested in the project. Don't say to people, right, we're announcing an announcement. Yeah. I don't want to know that. I just want to know the date of the announcement. I don't need to be intrigued by a video telling me that something exciting will happen or that will be announced on this date. Mm. I would just want to know the date where you can tell me the exciting thing. And so where do you lie on that? I get what you mean. You you mean like, okay, I'd rather you just tell me we're going to announce something on this date. Yeah. Don't give me a bit of a teaser to what you're answering. But then you've got the thing of, we're aiming this at, let's say we're doing a giant live conference. And we want it aimed at specific people. You're not going to go on, let's say, you play come out and go, we've got big announcement. And then every person who's a big fan of Assassin's Creed turns up and everyone who's a giant thing of all the Tom Clancy games and then it's nothing to do with that. Mm. that they could be trying to fill it out. So, okay, we're going to do this. But <clears throat> if you're only interested in this, only come. Because this is the only thing we're going to talk about. But... Yeah. I have to admit, I'd rather them go, we're going to announce something, so that means I can at least hear it, and then go, ooh, I might get that game, it looks pretty good. Yeah. But I think with the way they're doing it, they're looking more at, we can get this out to, we know we've got these people who will get it. We'll take advantage of that. I think that's what they've basically done. Yeah, I can see see where you're coming from on that, but I mean, sometimes that will... Oh, that can backfire terribly. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like saying in, in in what I responded to, it sounds like it's put someone off. Mm. And you know, I I love Shin Megami Tensei games. There's a lot that I won't be able to play because I don't have the right console for it, like the crossover games that they did, particularly um, oh, what's the one that they had? Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, because it was on the Wii U, and I didn't have faith in the Wii U, and you know, you know, stuff like that, but. You know, I like I like Atlas's way of doing the games. I like the localization and making sure everything works for for everyone. They mostly know how to 
sort out the stuff with the com community. And I think this is just a, I feel like this was a little bit of a a step backwards to me in the sort of community. I mean, I don't, I didn't like the the way that Atlas has sort of decided that the only way they can solve the publishing problem is to just do what every other publisher does, regardless of whether that's a good thing in the first place. Oh, they all fucking do it, though. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that, that's the games industry as it is, really. I mean, Darius, you got anything to add on that? Well, only that thing that I do agree with Stefan, that stupid idea to announce, announce the announcement. You know what I mean? No, I don't think announcing the announcement's the issue. I think announcing exactly what you're going to announce is the stupid bit. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean. The way yeah. you've just put that is, oh, we're going to have an announcement on Tuesday. Let's not tell anyone. No, 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 just no bring that, it out that, 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 that's fine. That that that's fine, fine thing to do, right? Like sh show up like next weekend on on Saturday. We're gonna have a big announcement. That's fine, but. Saying that, and on the Saturday you turn up and, right, come back next week because this is the teaser for the trailer. No, I don't think. Ryan, that's, you're evil. That's, that's why am I evil? You've not linked your um, epic to your um, Steam. I can't get <gasps> Yeah, uh, don't worry. I will announce next week on when I will be adding myself to the Steam epic list. No, uh, no but you will have to. You will have to come back next week. Uh, where I will then announce whether that will be the case. Wow, I, I've actually got... Fine, I'll just add them through that. Um, a I, there's a lot of people I seem to know who use the Epic Launcher who just use Facebook, and I don't know them through Steam. Yeah. And when I no. try activating them, my Steam friends through Facebook, they don't come up. So I assume they don't use Steam. That they, They're part of the 40% of people who use the Epic Game Launcher that doesn't use Steam, and Epic should know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, keep on going, Epic, you weird <laughs> company, you. Right, we will wrap this up now, then, because uh, we've talked about the stories, and I think Steph wants to go and tinker with the Epic Games launch. Oh, I'm already, so, uh, I'm already tempting. As I said, more. I've, so, I've uh, done what I think I can do for now, except for adding yeah, my billing not. information, which I don't want to do at the minute, because yeah, um, so, uh, I have other stuff so. I need to do. So, uh, to yeah, the if Epic you like store. To, listen... sure. to the Epic store. <laughs> Yeah. So if you enjoyed this weird diversion of the Epic Games Store and then all the <laughs> other newsy bits and gamey bits we talked about, please do the likey, sharey, subscribey thing with the bell. It'll pop up around about now. And, uh, and yeah, keep uh, keep an eye out with uh, all the other projects that we got. Uh, new stuff is now on there and more stuff will be coming soon. So yeah, please have a look, have a watch, enjoy it. Get and, Epic. Uh, yeah, get epic. And uh, cheers, Steph and Darius. Been a pleasure. For joining. Thank you. And uh, we will see you next week. So until next time, please don't kill each other unless it's for Steam data. Oh, no. Just kill each other for epic. Sure. See you later, guys. See you. Bye-bye. Go bye. epic.